Ignition sequence start. Fly me to the moon. Let me play among the stars. Welcome to Lunar Galactic, home of the To The Moon podcast. Your landing for common sense stock market picks and hot takes. No nonsense, no frills, except this bougie intro. So, here's the thing. The quants and suits hate us and hate you. Why? Because we only pick winners. To The Moon is the home of gut feelings and degenerate straight talk. So strap in and buckle up. Here are your hosts, X and J. What's going on, everybody? How's everyone uh, doing? Welcome back for episode nine. Real chipper mood tonight, folks. Real chipper mood. That's all I got to say. We'll, we'll, we'll uh, uh, buzz through this quick disclaimer, and then we'll get to the, the good stuff where I can, you know, talk about my expertise. Yeah. Uh, do not base any investment decision upon any information found on this podcast. That's about that. Big news on the week uh, this week, other than I think, it, well, we'll get into it later, but I think we'd be remiss to not start the week off. And uh, X, do you have anything you'd like to say? Well, I mean, here's the deal. I didn't go, I didn't go for this week. That's for sure. Uh, yeah, baby steps. <laughs> Jay, Jay's still, you know, he's still drugged up on his somehow high man experience sitting at the top he's sure to come down i was explaining to him how the law of uh large law numbers of, yeah the law of large thanks jay the law of yeah. large numbers works that's a and, guy who's three for three knows about that <laughs> yeah so i was actually explaining to him how the law of large numbers works just to get him off his high horse explain that when he consistently does bad even if he has two good weeks he's still gonna veer towards bad in the long run and when yeah, you got a guy like me that consistently does good and you have a bad two weeks, you're going to consistently veer towards well in the long run. So, well, you know, they say water always finds its level. Like with you, you're a guy that aims for consistent returns. I'm looking to beat the market, X, and I'm back. Yeah. I'm all the way yeah, back. Yeah, I mean, I guess if you're looking for a guy that beats the markets one out of every nine weeks, and Jake, I mean, you're kind of their guy. Well, they could have paid for just about everything with what I gave them last week. Uh, <laughs> but we'll get into that later. Big news, X. Uh, big news. That's you right. Know, we're big TikTok guys over here. We don't mind watching yeah. it. Uh, I, mean, I, I enjoy the, you know, the casual Addison Ray video. I mean, who doesn't? I won't say that, but he'll go for it. Uh, yeah. TikTok is going to get banned unless Microsoft intervenes right now. Uh, Trump came out and said today that uh, he talked with the Microsoft team. Uh, if only he could talk to Microsoft Teams about stopping their whole uh, uh, fucking what's it called? Their Microsoft Teams video back in the day, X two months ago when we were on Slack, we could have been a huge money maker. But <laughs> I fucking, know they kill us right now. Gosh, dude, Slack, Slack was that was a thorn in the side, wasn't it's it? It's kind of the there? one that got away. Uh, I, everybody kind of remembers the first stock that really wronged them. I'm gonna say. That's right. my kind of, that's my ace in the hole. Uh, no, I'm with you, but that's that's kind of it on TikTok, right? I mean, it's I think they have like a September deadline. Uh, Trump said that you know some some company, you know whether it's Microsoft or some other American-made company, has to get involved and take them over. Otherwise, it's just banned. And honestly, TikTok, 
I mean, I, I don't actually know what their money, you know, how much money they make, but it seems like it's all they over make, the place right now. They make their money spying on us, which I'm I'm fine with. I got nothing to hide. Yeah. I mean, Jay, you just got shitty stock picks. So at the end of the day, you're kind of fucking them over. You know, oh my gosh. Do you think this has any relation to them spying on my stock picks and the Chinese probably making billions off of it? Is that why <laughs> Trump had to get involved? Were they on PayPal? I don't, um, I don't know about that, but that's, uh, that's a little far-fetched. Then in that case, I don't blame him. Um, yeah, Trump said he would like Microsoft to buy the whole thing, not just the 30% they're talking about right now. Uh, I guess get them all the way in, not just a little bit half foot in. Uh, I, yeah. I can get behind that. Um, Kodak X, you're kind of the Kodak expert here. Why don't you tell us about it? Yeah, so here's the deal. Kodak, right? Last week, I mean, everyone saw or everyone even heard, even if you're not following the markets, Kodak jumped like a bajillion percent last week because uh, I guess they got granted some federal funding for uh, like helping to make like medical ingredients for like the coronavirus stuff. I don't really know a whole bunch about it. I just saw that. That's why their stock went up a bajillion percent. But here's the deal. I looked into Kodak a little bit. They're up. They were up to some sketchy shit. I don't know if that's a company I'd be investing in, even with. The you know all the money and usually Jay and I aren't fundamental guys, but let me tell you a little bit about Kodak's past here. They used to have a cryptocurrency called Kodak Coin, and what had happened is Kodak stock had started slipping. Maybe like I don't know, ten years ago maybe. And what they did is they just out of the blue just made up this cryptocurrency called Kodak Coin, and it just brought their stock out of the grave and just. In, into magic. So, yeah, I mean, here's, here's the deal. Here's a lunar cheat code right here. Stock prices go down. Announce you're going to start doing crypto. That Boom. is the only way to get it back up besides all the other lunar cheat codes. But that's what Kodak did with Kodak Coin. This could be another like Kodak Coin type of deal. This like, you know, this this thing that just happened. But I don't know. They, they just were up to some shady shit, Jay. You know, I didn't know a whole lot about that going into this, but Kudos to that CEO and board of directors. Honestly, I like it. They're, they're I, sleazy. I they're, they're wheelers and dealers with nothing to wheel other than a pile of dog shit cryptocurrency. Yeah. Well, and on top of that, that their sleazy fuck chairman just bought 4,600 shares of Kodak right before all this happened. Oh, God. Well, no wonder it went up. I mean, that is just absurd. Yeah. I mean, that, that alone is to, you know, to drive it up, to drive the markets up there. But... You know, I always wonder about Kodak. I just, do you think companies can just say they're dead? Like, Kodak was dead with the announcement of the iPhone being rolled out. Like, don't you just kind of bag it up and quit and sell to some huge Chinese conglomerate and for billions? Like, well, it's only going to go down. Right. And and you see, that's probably what nine out of ten guys on the board were, were thinking. But then mm-hmm. you had that one sleazy fuck that was like, no, we're, we're data mining now. We're, we're going to start mining cryptocurrency. We're just going to. Yeah, I saw. I saw. Get they were, our, they're get literally our allowing people to rent out Bitcoin mining machines yeah. for yeah. two years. And they say it'll make them $9,000. Like, get Actually, our PR we guy. should use our profits yeah. and go buy one of these things. Honestly, I mean, with the way and my we could portfolio sue them is, if we didn't make 9,000. All right. I mean, they're, they're, their PR guys already got a nightmare of a case, you know, every day when they're. Their chairman's going out and telling them to do data mining, even though they're a photography company. But 
I don't, I don't know, man. I mean, it just they're they're always up to something. Honestly, they're kind of fun to watch. Kind of interesting. Who would have thought that like a disposable camera company would be doing weird shit like they are? It just people love being in the news and they'll do anything to be in the news. Uh, Speaking know, of people loving to be in in the news, we got we got we got some big news on stock twits this week, don't we, Jay? Guys, things. It was the wild west. It, on stock twits the past couple of days and week, things got out of hand for us. I mean, it got it got bad today. Uh, Jay, I mean this this Ganani guy, right? So there's, yeah, there's this guy. He, you know, he's probably sixty five, seventy years old, and I'm sure he's just really disappointed with how his portfolio is doing. So he's lashing out at anyone with a pulse right, right. now on stock twits, and he came for us today. And, you know, I hate to murder a guy in cold blood over social media, but that's exactly what I did today. Right. So here's a little background. When Jay and I get bored or even, you know, just in between the day, sometimes we'll take a stock like Microsoft, for example, and just to stir the pot, just to raise, you know, some cause some hell here, we'll just tweet out some bearish thing about it. Right. Just like some negative, some negative about the stock just to really rile up the masses. So today, we 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 had tweeted something out saying Microsoft TikTok deal not happening. Can't wait for all you chumps to get swindled by this rumor. Do the rest of us a favor and don't invest without inside man. So I mean, hashtag be, bearish. Hashtag bearish. To be fair, Jay and I probably think it's happening. We just love to stir the pot. So We're just pot stirs. We we had quite the amount of comments to that, uh, but the most prominent was of this guy named Ganani. Yeah, guys, with the we we had probably twenty responses to this, and we've never gotten that type of activity. You would have thought we went out and you know we went viral for like kicking a puppy or something. (laughs) That's how the outrage that was coming at us. It was just unlike anything I had ever seen in my entire life. And X, maybe you could agree with that. Yeah. Basically, we get into it with this guy. We kind of picked him out of everyone. Because he came for our throats. And, you yeah. know, we're we're huge. We're straight shooters, guys. If people don't think we're funny, that's fine. We, You know, it is what it is. We'll try and do better. But with a guy like him who just blatantly is wrong about how he's going about talking shit on us, we're coming for him. And we're coming at him hard. Um, so I've got the, I've got the stock twit, tweet pulled up right now. Ganani goes, so after that, after that twit, he replies to us, at To The Moon Podcast, you wouldn't know funny if it smacked you in the face. Imposter comedian with a trash dime a dozen podcast. Parentheses, no one cares what you think, parentheses. Right. Ah. And so, yeah, I'm bad. So then we, we snap back and we go, so his profile picture is this old man. So you go, thanks for the advice, Mr. Burns. Maybe we'll have you on a get on as a guest to discuss how the markets have changed over the last ninety five years. Boom, boom, dead, dead in cold water. And then he went even further on, and goes at to the moon podcast. Thanks for the confirmation. I was spot on with my assessment of your pathetic podcast. You know you are a stone cold loser when you have to insecurely self claim the funniest podcast about the markets around with zero evidence. LMAO. How does he even know about LMAO? He's like 75 years old. 
<laughs> you know, I was do yourself was, a favor. Go to re, go retire in Florida at the villages and be happy on a golf course instead. Right. You you know you're you're talking to us on stock tweets, and then he tweets out at us. He goes, "Quote claims require evidence." Quote end quote by Carl Sagan, and then we clap back at him at Ganani. You know you're in trouble when you're quoting Carl Sagan on stock tweets and. Hashtag bearish on Ganani. Boom. <laughs> so that that's our new that's our new hashtag that's been going viral on stock Twitter right now. Bearish on Ganani. He he even went uh, the last one we'll do. He even went even further and goes at to the moon podcast. Of course, a, a painfully unfunny moron that asserts with zero evidence that the TikTok deal not happening would scoff at a scientific appeal to back up their bullshit. LMAO. You don't understand the difference between an assertion and a fact, and changing the subject isn't working. We clap back right away. Literally a minute later, I say, Akinani, sir, exclamation point. The number one rule of journalism is never giving up your sources out of respect for them and yourself. Respect the business, please, sir. Sorry, it's actually a fact, not an assertion. You just simply wish you had sources like we do. Hashtag bearish on Ganani. Hashtag bearish. Wow. So yeah, I mean, basically it was I mean it was a twenty it was a twenty twit thread of us versus Ganani today. It was it was Ganani versus the people today. Uh and you know, we were representing the people with pride. So if you want some humor, go check out the stock twits account. It's it's pretty funny. We try and post some of the updates on our Instagram every day. Uh but it's just kind of one of one of Jay and I's things that when we get bored, we'll just go cause some hell on stock twits and people get pretty upset about it. It's a whole lot of fun, not gonna lie. Um, you know, diving in, diving into my geopolitical corner expertise of the week. X, we have what I'd like to call the forgotten energy conflict. And, you know, I am very concerned about what's going on right now between Azerbaijan and Armenia. I am terrified. And I think it could cause a chain reaction that could spiral the whole economy. You know, as you say that, I am just as concerned and I'm on the, as you know, just as blind as everyone else listening to that energy conflict that you just brought up there. Tell me a little bit about that, Jay. Well, you know, I'd say hug your loved ones tight tonight because come tomorrow morning, the world may not be the same. Here's the deal, folks. About a week and a half ago, Azerbaijan and Armenia engaged in a military confrontation. 16 soldiers were killed in the most recent round of fighting. How is this not international news? I don't know, but that's why I'm here, because I'm diving into every crumb of detail that's going on around the world right now, just for your enjoyment. Here's the deal, guys. This military conflict is needs, demands our full attention because of what it could do to the energy markets. X, I know you hold a big deal in Chevron right now. Oh, absolutely. Oh, is it, it, am I looking? Be careful. Be oh, careful. No. Be very careful. So they're around an area called the, the Caucasus. And I, I, guys, I'm sorry if I pronounced it wrong. I can't do everything. I, you know, I, I'll try, but I'm more focused on the substance than the, actually just what's going on. It's a, the Caucasus is a major oil and gas transfer choke point which involves the biggest hitters, Russia, Turkey, Iran, not 
not to be uh, underestimated, Azerbaijan, Armenia, and Central Asian countries. We need to be careful because this is right next to the Baku, Turkey, oil and gas pipelines, which, as we all know, is probably the most prominent gas pipeline in all of Eastern Europe. And the thing about it is, we know the markets don't like unrest, but especially they don't like like unrest when it comes to oil. And And Azerbaijan. And Azerbaijan, because, I mean, as we all know, we rely on them for a lot of things uh, that I don't know what they are. Yeah, it's on the tip of my tongue. I can't remember either. It's probably uh, textiles. That sounds good. Textiles. We need textiles from Azerbaijan. Guys, Turkey's going to be demolished from this if it goes if this goes internet if this fight just doesn't stop. We need a lot of people to step in right now, and we need it pronto. So, Jay, uh, are I'm we calling on-, on you, United Nations, to go and step in and try and save this with one of your bullshit peace? Uh, what do they call them? Peace interference teams? X? Is that what they call them? Something like that. I'm sure that's what they're calling them nowadays. Yeah, I. I mean. So Jay, yeah. are we on are we on Turkey's team or whose team are we on for this one? Uh that's a good question. You know, I like to be nonpartisan on this podcast. Well, yeah, I mean that's a reporter's number one rule. Right. Right. Ganani okay. wouldn't know about that. Um <laughs> so that's that's for us to decide. That's for so uh, the listeners. Uh, is it Azerbaijan versus Turkey? Is that the fight that we're fighting here? No, it's Azerbaijan versus Armenia. I'm actually going to take Azerbaijan's side on this because they're okay. closer to Turkey, I, I believe. Right. And right, they, and if they were to get decimated, we lose our textiles. Yeah, look for Turkey to get involved. Whoa. You know, Turkey can't be underestimated either. Yeah, they're going to send their boys in and they're going to say, hey, we got something to say about this when you're fucking with our oil pipeline. Um, I would also look for, you know, Russian interference too. Uh, we can't. <laughs> I guys, you think you think I'm sounding crazy, but my source is just he's all over this. Um it's gonna be felt all around the all around the world unless this unrest doesn't stop. Uh X, I'd be very, very careful with what you're doing right now in your portfolios right. with gas and you know, any type of oil going on. You know, just off be of careful. That news, off of that news, I might have to sell my oil my oil uh position. Uh, you know, we'll we'll monitor the situation okay. very carefully, and then we'll go from there. You just uh, let me know, Jay. Guys, that's our. I hate it. I hate to drop a nuke bomb on you like that, but I I like this to be a happy podcast. But sometimes I gotta I gotta break difficult news because you know I'm I can't I can't just be here. You know the the gumdrops and lollipops guy that's just telling you everything that's good in life. I got to tell you some hard hitting stuff that's going to make you lose a little bit of sleep. Um, you know, that's the news for the week. Uh, okay, so, I mean, like we... to, I'd like to, I'd like to talk about this. Uh, our positions from last week, uh, guys, very early on last week, there was a, a gentleman's bet that was made that if either one of us went three for three, the other would pay the uh, one month worth of a whoop subscription whoop is like a fitness app no free ads but we'll we'll give them this one in this this very rare circumstance of uh to fitness app tracks your sleep heart rate all that good stuff me and x both like it uh so yeah so x is gonna be paying for my for my my next month of having this whoop uh 
I couldn't be more happy right now. Uh, I'm getting this, you know, this free month and it's not cheap. It's going to hurt him. You yeah. may have to take so, out, you may have to start working a second job. We don't know. Uh, well, yeah, guys, I, I went three for three last week. Uh, did I say that already? I don't think so. I went three for three. Uh, it's, you know, it's about as rare uh, as probably being struck by lightning. Um, but man, I couldn't be more tickled pink about it. I'll just run through mine real quick and then we'll let X kind of have a rebuttal here. Guys, I bought Chegg at $74.28. I told you it would have modest gains, but, you know, that was me being humble. It closed today at $87 for a 17% return in one week's time. Now, you probably say, Jay, um, do you have a long-lost uncle that uh, is on the board of Chegg? No, I just I dove deep into my, you know, myself, and I looked... I looked for Chegg for motivation. It got me through last week up 17%. My hold, PayPal, trading at 178 and one cent. I maybe should have had two buys last week because that's how good I was. Up 10.7% to about 197 and seven cents. I mean, I, guys, I, just really don't even know how I do it. I I'm just shocked. And you know, I stuck with my final pick. I stuck my neck out here. You know, I had people, I'd go for a run in the neighborhood. I had people saying, Jay, how the fuck are you selling Tesla right now? And I said, you watch guys, this week is not going to be a good week for Tesla. And it sucks that I was right. Cause I think a lot of people lost a lot of money down three and a half percent. Kudos to me X. What do you have to say for yourself? Well, Jay, I mean, you said it best yourself that you, especially getting three for three, is like getting struck by lightning. And you know what they say. It's pretty, you know, it's pretty hard to get struck by lightning twice. I actually think they say that it's pretty easy to get struck by lightning twice. So maybe a different analogy would work. But I just, you know what? I don't see that happening again. I see that you were just got really lucky. Uh, I mean, that's really all I have to say. I'm not even mad about this week because I just think you got really lucky. I think you're going to, like I said, the law of large numbers will always prevail. And so I think as time goes on, we'll go back to the old one for three, Jay. You know, you sound like an absolute sore loser. I mean, dude, it's okay. It's just one week. You'll get it back. I mean, I'm I'm rooting for you. You're on the same podcast as me. But at some point, I get to start holding you accountable for how for how poorly you've been doing these last couple of weeks. I mean, it's just I hope this week you can kind of finally be like, okay, I've got something that I've got that I like, but I'm not holding my breath. Uh, Jay, we'll get into that. I mean, my picks this week are nothing to scoff at. I actually have quite an extensive list of picks just for myself, honestly, well, as, just, as, you know, just to hold myself accountable. And, uh, I will personally put my neck out on the line with all, with all of them. And I told, I told you before this started next week, I will pull up that list and you will expect to hear a five for five on my personal picks that I will not be releasing. You know, X, you may have a long list, but to me that breeds indecision. And you know what they say? The worst type of decision-making indecision. Well, I, I you say a breathe indecision. I've got three picks for this week. I don't have fucking eight. I don't have nine like you do. I'm gonna give you guys three locks like I did last week, and we're gonna move on from there. But hey, you can you can cope with yourself right now and say, hey, I've got nine picks that are all gonna be winners. 
I'm just going to give you guys three picks that you well, can... I... Yeah, I'm giving them three picks. I'm holding the rest for myself just to hold myself accountable. And then when next week comes and I tell you that off the record I was nine for nine, <laughs> then you'll know I'm back. I don't want any of this bullshit. We're doing three picks. I don't give a fuck if you're whatever the fuck else you have. If your three right. picks are not good, I'm going to fucking call bullshit. If my three picks are, Jay, I, I'm looking at your picks for next week, and I, I can't even recognize the first two. Interesting. Uh, we'd be we'd be uh, disappointed if we didn't uh, talk about the people's stock uh, up eighteen percent today. Good job, guys. Real good. Yeah, murdered it today. Up three and a half percent since you guys picked it. Uh, I think we were talking about it earlier, Jay. It's pretty volatile stock, but it's it's always fun to watch. So good pick there. Uh, hopefully, we'll be doing another one of those soon. Uh, Jay, picks for next week. I I just I need an explanation for what the fuck the two buy the your buy and hold are. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I I think you're getting too high on your horse here, and now you're thinking that you're, you know, you're you're thinking that you you can read that you're the one doing these earnings calls, and so you're just picking picking numbers out of a hat, and just saying, yeah, these will be my buy and hold for the week. Very interesting, X. Uh guys, I'm I'm only gonna give you three picks this week. I'm not gonna <laughs> fucking give you fifteen or eighteen like X is trying to do to fucking weasel his way out. Uh, my buy for this week is an innovative software platform that provides real-time operational intelligence by harnessing companies' data. Wow. Gosh, it's almost I, like you read that off the internet. I did read it off the internet because I don't even know what it is, but how sexy does that sound? It Gosh, All it that does makes is me collect invest data. So much. It's called Splunk Trades by SPLK is the ticker. Uh, it's right around 214 bucks right now. Guys, if there's one thing we know, it's that data mining is the future. All of our shit's out there. Look for look for Splunk to go way up. I mean, who are we kidding around not having this in our portfolios earlier than we did? Uh, just some brief facts. Splunk has a $29.4 billion market cap. Ow. I mean, how great is that? Um, that's kind of all I got for you. Um, X, you want to talk about your buy? Yeah. Uh, so I'm like Jay mentioned, I'm giving three picks for the week. Uh, three, uh, my first of the three mortal locks is Crocs actually. Oh my uh, God. Crocs. You know what, Jay, compared to your pick, that's a pick that everyone, everyone knows, including myself. Everyone knows what Crocs is. Everyone knows what they do. Um, so I don't really need to explain that like Splunk, whatever that is. Uh, but here's the deal. The company reported earnings last week. They beat earnings per share by triple digits. I don't see it going down anytime soon. Their revenue was also beat substantially. Uh, margins higher. Everything just fantastic. They had 67% year-over-year growth in e-commerce. I don't see them slowing down. Their fans love them. It's just a good It's a good stock to own. Yeah, in Crocs. second grade, it would have been a great pick. I mean, I wasn't trading stocks in second grade, but... Uh, see, that's why, I, you're I not go- that's why you're not going three for three. Well, I am now, so I mean, I'm you know what? Crocs is my buy for the week. Expect that to go up a good percent. I'm gonna, I'm gonna mark here. I think it's gonna go up five percent this week, guys. It's the week of data analytics mining. My hold is data dog. Wow, uh, eighty-seven percent increase in revenue last quarter. I mean, do you need to say more? It basically does the same thing as Splunk. It does a whole lot of data mining. Uh, I'm big on it. Uh. You know, it's got it's got a lot of room to go up. It's uh, had fifty nine percent growth 
uh, year over year revenue. Um, I just, I, I don't have a whole lot more to say other than I'm big on data. I'm a data guy. Interesting. Interesting. Jay. I wish I knew anything about these companies to chirp you about them, but I don't think I mean, it, X, doesn't, how, it doesn't sound like you know me. These two in these industries sound data analytics and cloud management. I mean, yeah. Boom. Yeah. You know what? I, I like that. That's why my hold is Dropbox, the best cloud management company out there. Uh, Interesting. Earnings this, earnings this week. It's just an automatic buy. Honestly, I was debating putting this as my mortal lock 100% X buy. Uh, but it's going to be my whole. That because... means you sell it, folks. <laughs> it's going to be my. It's going to be my hold, though, because as you know, as Jay uh, humbly bragged, you know, the hold is a pretty modest pick. So expect Dropbox to modestly increase a lot this week. Um, my sell for the week. X. I didn't mean to cut you off. You no, you're good. You're good. Okay, Go I'll get. Okay, okay I'll get. Myself for the week, I like to kind of put my neck out on the lines. I don't give you bullshit picks like X do, where he kind of finds, you know, he finds the easy ones to pick on. I kind of go for broke, like a Tesla. Myself, folks, Netflix. Two reasons and two reasons only. First off, if you don't have a Netflix by now, you probably don't want one. So I see no growth potential. Secondly, actually, I'll give you three reasons. That's That's how good I am right now. Second reason is, who in their right minds actually has like their own Netflix account outside of their family's Netflix account or is using their buddy's Netflix account? Like there's like nine or 10 users on a given Netflix account at a time. And I know people say, oh, you're only allowed to have four going at the same time. Bullshit. I mean, there's times where you got eight or nine people going on at the same time. Third reason is their content has just been going straight down. I mean, it is not that great, guys. Uh, and you got Peacock and all of them coming into play too. I'm kind of with you on that, Sal Jay. I appreciate it. I'm glad you see gold where it's gold. Uh, X, tell us about yourself. Uh, so Live Nation. Uh, most of you guys know it as that the one that puts on all those concert series, the country concert series over the summer. Um, their earnings are this week. Their revenue is supposed to drop 92%. Uh, here's here's the thing that Jay and I were talking about this before. It's kind of hard when you it's it's harder than what meets the eye when you pick a sell uh, because their revenue could decrease substantially, right? Like Live Nation or or like I'm sure we've had some in the past. But if it doesn't decrease as much as they thought it was going to decrease, uh, then the stock could go up, and so it doesn't make much sense. Uh, the revenue is supposed to decrease by 92%, which is a pretty high number. I just can't imagine that they had any revenue in quarter two. Uh, so I'm actually thinking that it's going to decrease by more than that. I think stock's dropping. Um, that That's myself for the week. Very bold of you to pick a country concert stock when well, one hasn't happened all summer. Very well, bold. You gotta, Jay, you got you to make bold picks from time to time. So not that you would really know about that. Tesla. That's all I need to say about boner stock. Folks, Goldman Sachs. Uh, X Goldman Sachs quite literally is able to print money. In my opinion, they can do whatever they want. We all saw the big short when they literally just printed out or they made like options that guaranteed their mortgage backed securities. And they were actually allowed to like make billions off of it instead of losing trillions as they should have. 
Uh, Goldman was recently caught up in that Malaysian four trillion or four billion dollars missing scandal. Yeah, I only know what went on with that. It probably went to the corporate jet fuel. Uh, um, I'm out on it. I just personally don't think it's that wise. Uh, I mean, it's a good company. Don't get me wrong, but damn, I it's hard to get your heart into a company like Goldman Sachs. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't have much to say about that. Uh, I just, you're right. It's kind of a boner stock. I, I just, nothing really sexy about investing in it, to be honest with you. I agree. Just no thrill. Uh, the don't let your woman talk to this guy at the bar stock for the week. This is that IPO that we like to focus on coming up. Sexy. You talk about sexy, Jay, already? Mm-hmm. DD Chuxing. Boom. Uber for China. Okay? Oh, my goodness. It's. I mean, they've probably already got a Chinese bookkeeper all ready to go. You can just expect this to fucking fly to the moon once this IPOs. Uh, and because it's on the Chinese, the Hong Kong market, we don't have to wait for that bullshit quiet period. Okay? No rules on that market. You just do yeah. what you want. Anything goes. Anything goes. So that's the sexy IPO to watch out for uh, coming up. And they probably already have a Chinese bookkeeper. Yeah, I, I just said that. But <laughs> Oh, shit. My bad. My bad. I did uh, not Good, good call, part. though, Jay. Good call. Uh, I just you, wanted to reiterate it then. Yeah. Yeah. Good call. Uh, so Mike's stock market competition. You know, this is our buddy who's we've been following his intern stock market competition. Uh it just finished this past week, and unfortunately, we got we got some uh, sad results. Um, yeah, you know, Mike's our guy. We'd love to cover for him, but man, finishing what was it, fifty ninth out of sixty interns? I mean, that is tough to swallow. I th- I think he finished down nine hundred and thirty six thousand know, dollars in a market that is only a market even that's only gone that. up since the summers really started. That's you know. Kudos to Mike. It's just as hard to pick losers as it is to pick winners. So, I mean, you're close. You're close. You know what he told me, too? He said he's got a last shot at the end of the, like, he's got a last last pitch. Okay. And he told me he was going to pitch oh. Netflix. Do I need to get on the horn with him and tell him my stance <laughs> on Netflix and tell him to run away? I mean, my goodness. Honestly, it might. It might be necessary, Jay. Uh, but good luck, Mike. Uh, sorry about the old 59th out of 60 loss. That's that's a tough break. Uh, Jay, you know, to finish off the episode, we like to do this. 30 seconds of Here we go. Let me put banking. my thinking cap on. I just roasted Goldman, so this should be good. <laughs> okay. Uh, here's a good one, Jay. Since, you you know, you mentioned the big short, I'd like to think you're pretty oh, right yeah, up yeah. on it as well. Uh Give me an overview of not only what caused the 2008 financial uh, crisis, but what you would have done as the Fed chair to get us out of it. Okay. All right. Very. Keep this short because okay. we got another one coming as well. I think everybody kind of knows by now what caused it, but I'll put it in brief terms. Uh, you had huge mortgage lenders and huge uh, banks. Uh, lending money that shouldn't have been lent to people that didn't have the means to pay for it. Uh, you had mortgage-backed securities that were lumped into these things called CDs, I think, uh, is what they were called. And they were actually just uh, shitty mortgages wrapped up in a pile of even shittier mortgages. And people were actually buying these securities to like 
raised their portfolio up when really they were there was nothing in them that was valuable. And uh, what I would have done. Um, oh, and the, the housing crisis, crisis happened. So property values plummeted. Uh, it was basically the pre- perfect storm. Uh, what I would have done uh, personally, um, you know, it's tough to say because people would have, you know, lost their homes, you know, maybe even in certain extreme cases, lost their lives if the federal government didn't step in. Right. But I would say I think right. people should have gone to jail for it that were that covered it all it, it all up. I know there's one guy that went to jail and it should have been probably even like a thousand people that went to jail for their role in it. So do you think the do you think the guy didn't think of that? What guy? The guy who makes the decisions about this. Do you think he just thought, oh, I probably shouldn't. Well, they're probably his buddies. He probably had a tea time with them the next Saturday. Interesting. Yeah. And in terms, I would have let the companies that did wrong that were like, you know, the the huge mortgage lenders, I would have let them die like they kind of did with was Freddie and Fannie Mac um, or Fannie Mae. I would have let them die out as well. But uh, I think there should have been some more okay. punishment. I agree. That was pretty pretty good answer uh you know as you can see that question wasn't more so on the technical basis yeah i gotta switch it up every once in a while give you at least some sort of a shot at answering them uh this next one i think fits well with the current social environment oh boy you're gonna get me uh, in trouble no no this is this is a softball as well jay it should be you know given given a guy with your stature uh Question two for Jay's 30 seconds of investment banking. How do you define an inclusive environment? And what have you personally done to ensure that your team slash school was inclusive? Okay. Interesting. Um, <laughs> this, this is a very interesting <laughs> question. Uh, how would I define an inclusive environment? This seems like a gotcha question. Um, I think it's a, I think it's an environment that's open to ideas and uh, open to people of different various backgrounds. Um, any, nice. you know, any race, uh, any gender, um, uh, any orientation should be allowed into the team because what they're finding is I took a class on uh ways to motivate people what they're finding is in uh characteristics of successful teams is diverse your team is actually the better you do because you have a a lot of different ideas that you can bring to the table because as we all know people with different backgrounds are going to have different perspectives on issues you're going to do better long term uh what have i done to make my teams inclusive uh i haven't necessarily run a team yet uh so that's kind of tough But what have you done, Jay, to make To the Moon inclusive? Uh, you know, I, I've i been nursing you along as we've gone. So <laughs> that's, I'd say that's a bit of my charity work. I try and help you pick some good stocks. But, yeah. But it's just, okay. it's just I don't know if I would take it's any just of hard your advice to, you know, You can lead the horse to water, but you can't make him drink the water. And that's, that's kind of what's happening. I keep trying to yeah, feed you. Especially when Jay is feeding keep, me the water. I don't know if I'd drink that for I'd <laughs> yeah. that water. I try it. I try to help you, but you, you keep fiddling away with your one for three, okay? I'll be over here three for three. 
Jay, Jay, I think you know something about fiddling away one for three. Uh, <laughs> maybe look back at weeks two through seven. Okay. You know what? Let's add something to this. If anyone ever goes, and this is yet to happen, if anyone ever goes zero for three, there's going to be a punishment. And we're going to come up with that punishment, and we're going to get back to you guys next week on what that is. All right. I mean, Jay, make yeah. sure you're okay yeah, I'll doing be that. I'll be fine doing it, but it might be eight years okay. from now. <laughs> I didn't know week 10 and, was yeah. eight years from now. Yeah, okay. All right, guys, that's it for us this week. Uh, I appreciate everyone listening. Uh, big week coming up next week. They're going to have more coming out on the stimulus package. X. More earnings uh, coming out this week, too. Another big-ass earnings week. I think two, I think Wednesday and Thursday have, like, 300, and then Thursday has 400 or something like that. So a lot of earnings this week. Look out for that. Uh, other than that, we'll get back to you on Monday with some uh, updates on our picks. Uh, you'll see Jay's first punishment for going over three. That'll be cool. Um, and we'll, you know, yeah. we'll go from there. See you guys later. Have a good one. See you guys. Thanks for listening to another episode of To The Moon, available on all podcast platforms. Be sure to subscribe and give us an insta-follow so you never miss an episode. Tell your friends, make some picks, and make some money. Oh